0: Chapter Twenty Nine of High Acres. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. High Acres by Jane Abbott. Chapter Twenty Nine The Wishing Rock. Three girls sat on the Wishing Rock, beating their heels against its mossy side. And the world stretched before them. It was the end of a momentous day. Momentous because so many things had been decided, and such nice things. First, Uncle Johnny had said that he'd fix it with Mrs. Wesley, that Isabel and Jip should remain at Kettle a month longer. Then Mrs. Allen had driven over from Cobble and announced that she was going to have a house party, and her guests were going to be Pat Everett, Renee Ladue, and her brother, and Peggy and Garrett Lee, and Garrett Lee was going to bring Dana King. And Jerry and Uncle Johnny had prevailed upon little Dad to accept an automobile.
1: You can keep Silver Heels for just fun, and work in the automobile, and then we can go over to Cobble and to Wayside, and—
0: Little Dad did not like the thought at first. Somehow, to bring a chugging, smelling, snorting automobile up to Sunnyside to stay seemed an insult to the peace and beauty and simplicity of his little tucked-away home. But when Jerry pleaded, and even Mrs. Travis admitted it would be nice, and reminded him that Silver Heels was growing old, he yielded and uncle johnny promised to order one immediately he knew just the kind that would climb kettle and run as simply as a sewing-machine but the best of all that had been decided since sunrise was that jerry should go back to high acres
1: pinch me gypsy editha wesley pinch me hard
0: she cried as she sat between jip and isabel
1: i don't believe i'm me and really truly going back to high acres I can't be Gerald Clay Travis who used to sit on this rock and watch the little specks come along that silver ribbon road down there and disappear around the mountain and hate them because they could go and I couldn't, but it used to be fun pretending I knew just what the world was like.
0: Isabel stared curiously at Jerry.
1: Hadn't
2: you really ever been anywhere?
1: Oh, yes. In books I'd been everywhere, but that isn't the same as being places and seeing things yourself
0: jip laid her fingers respectfully on the rough brown surface of the great rock
2: do you suppose it really is a wishing rock
1: goodness no but when i was little i used to play here a lot and i pretended there were fairies fern fairies and grass fairies and tree fairies we'd play together and when i grew older and began to wish for things that weren't here i'd come and tell the fairies because i did not want my mother to know and anyway just telling about them made it seem as nice as having them so i got to calling this my wishing rock sometimes the wishes came true when they were just little things well it's funny
2: if it wasn't some sort of magic that made uncle johnny get lost on kettle and slip right down here in the glade when you were wishing and your wish came true if he hadn't why you'd never have come to high acres and we'd probably never have found that secret stairway nor the bible nor the letter and wouldn't have known that you were really gerald winton oh it has magic
0: neither isabel nor jerry answered nor did they smile after all more than one name has been given to that strange power that directs the little things which shape our living
2: so i say girls let's wish now each one of us a great big wish "'It's so still that you could most believe there were fairies hiding round. "'I'll wish first.
0: "'Jip sprang to her feet and stood in the exact center of the flat top of the rock. "'She stretched her arms outward and upward in ceremonial fashion. "'She cleared her throat so as to pitch a suitably sepulchral note.
2: "'I wish,'
0: she chanted. Mm.
2: "'I wish to make the all-Lincoln basketball team. "'I wish that dreadfully.' I wish that I can get through the college entrance exams, I don't care how much. I wish to get through college without busting. Then I wish that I'll have a perfectly spiffy position offered to me somewhere, which I shall refuse, because a tall man with curly yellow hair and soulful, speaking grey eyes has asked me to marry him. Then I'll marry him and have six children, and I'll bring them to the mountains to live. Then...
0: She paused for breath.
2: If I'm not asking too much, I wish that my hair will get curly. Did I remember everything?
0: She asked anxiously, jumping down from the rock.
2: Who's next?
0: Jerry politely waved Isabel to the top. Isabel laughed in her effort to frame all that she wanted to wish.
2: I just want to be the most famous decorator in the country. I want to have women coming to me from all over, begging me to do their houses. And if the women are cross and ugly, I'll make everything pink to cheer them up. And if they're smug and conceited, I'll make their houses dull and gray. And if they're too frivolous, I'll make things a spiritual blue. Oh, it will be fun. And I want to go to Paris to study just as soon as I get through college. And I don't want to get married for a long, long time. Maybe never.
0: It was Jerry's turn. Isabel and Jip stood aside. Jerry's eyes were shining. It was fun to pretend that maybe a shadowy spectral fate waited there in the valley to hear what they were saying.
1: I wish oh it seems as though just going back to high acres is all anyone could wish. I want to go to school as long as ever I can and then I want to go all around the world and then I want to study to be a doctor like little dad and take care of sick people and make them well so they can enjoy things. "'And I want to marry a man who's jolly and always young-acting "'and loves dogs and has light brown hair and a very straight nose and—' "'Jerry Travis, that's just like Dana King!'
0: cried Jip accusingly. "'Jerry flushed Scarlet.
1: "'It isn't anything of the sort. "'I mean, can't there be lots of men with light brown hair and straight noses? Hundreds of them? And anyway—'
0: Loyalty blazed.
1: "'Dana King is the nicest boy I've ever known.'
2: "'And he thinks you're the nicest
1: girl.'
0: (laughs) "'Jip laughed back.
1: "'I know it. He told Garrett Lee and Garrett told Peggy. So there—' "'You've interrupted my wish, and I don't know where I've left
0: off.' "'Jerry rebuked.
1: "'Oh, I wish most of all that I can always, no matter where I am, "'come back to Sunnyside and Sweetheart and Little Dad and my garden.' there i've wished everything
0: the distant tinkle of a cowbell sounded faintly a thrush sang the sun dropping low toward the wooded crest of the opposite mountain cast a golden glow over valley and slope the air was filled with a drowsy hum and stirring of tiny unseen creatures the birches that fringed the glade leaned and whispered the three girls sat silent staring down into the valley each visioning a golden future of her own. But a thoughtfulness shadowed the radiance of Jerry's face. Yesterday she had been just Jerry Travis of Kettle. Now she was another Jerry. On a page far back in her life's book, open to her, she had glimpsed the tragedy of disappointment, of blighted hope, of defeat. Her own young, undaunted spirit cried out that none of this must come into her life. Or, if it did, She must be strong to meet it, Jip roused. For her the golden spell was broken. She yawned and stretched.
2: Isn't school funny? You think you hate it, and then when vacation comes you keep thinking about going back. And you bury geometry and Caesar forever and try to forget them, and then first thing you're thinking about what you're going to take next year, and whom you'll get, and what new girls will come, and what sort of a team we'll have. We've just got to train a 4 who will be good as Jenny when she graduates, and I believe, Jerry Travis, you're it.
0: Jerry and Isabel turned promptly from their dreaming.
2: I wonder who will take Miss Gray's place and Barbara Lee's. And, oh.
0: Jerry hugged them both.
1: I'll be there, I'll be there. I'd hate to think of your all going on without me. It would have broken my heart, dear old High Acres. To to thy golden golden founts of of wisdom, wisdom. Alma Mater, guide Guide our step. step.
0: Carolled the young voices softly. End of chapter 29 End of High Acres by Jane Abbott